News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekulter, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you for the next 30 minutes. Answering your questions and in the studio, my son Greg. And you can reach Greg. He, he stays on social there. media. Uh, social media at We Sell Louisville, the Sekulter Medley team. You can find me those ways. There you go. Brad Lawler here in the studio with us. Home Team Inspection Service at 357 0813. They got a great team. We thank you for being here. Good morning, Bob. In for Chuck Crosby, a vacationing Chuck Crosby, <laughs> is Kevin Dissler from Pitt and Frank Attorneys. We appreciate you making the trip hey, in this morning. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. And Greg. And the, uh, the phone number for Kevin is 895-9900. And the phone number for Chuck over at the Crosby Law Office is 499-6360. All right, let's go to the phones. By the way, coming up. Uh, in just a couple minutes, I found this story fascinating. Some really good tips on how to get rid of flies on the deck or patio of your new home or your existing home. Zanya and I have this problem on the back deck, and we want to eat outside, and I'm like, I'm f- swatting flies left and right. <laughs> like, I don't want to eat outside if i got flies on. So anyway, we'll tell you about that in just a second. To the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sakota, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. This is Roberta. Yeah. I'm getting ready to buy a house and I need an inspection. Mm -hmm. The home's in old Louisville and I'm a little concerned about the home's foundation. How can I pick a reputable company that will look at all the problems, including the foundation? Mm. So, Brent, is the, and we've talked about this in the past, but is there much of a difference for a home in old Louisville doing an inspection? Well, there's all sorts of different foundations that you'll see out there. Uh, I can't say that they're all built alike. There's a lot of craftsmanship, uh, craft builds uh, that are out there, everything from mm-hmm. wooden foundations on up. So, uh, yeah, I think that uh, what Roberta needs to look at is the experience of the home inspector that she's going to choose. She wants to make sure she has a conversation with that home inspector, too, to see whether or not they have the experience. Uh, some home inspectors will actually exclude uh, that type of foundation inspection. So she'll want to make sure that she gets someone who's willing to, you know, potentially go the extra mile uh, to climb under the house and see what's actually there. Because it's yeah. not always easy uh, to get under the foundations of those homes. Yeah, just imagine. And I've been in the yeah. basement of mm-hmm. older homes in old Louisville, and some of the basement is... You can see and you yep. can walk in, but then there are these areas that are right. just, they go off into these, it's like walking through a cave yeah. or w- crawling well, through a cave. Crawling through a cave. And yeah. sometimes, depending on how many additions they have, sometimes you have a, uh, a a man height basement. Sometimes you have a basement that may be three or four feet tall. And then you have a crawl space that may only be 16 to sixteen inches to two feet. Yeah. So it just, it just depends. And it does take a little bit of expertise to know you know, what you're looking for and really find somebody who's willing to get all the way underneath. The Not to mention more time. Yeah. It does yeah. take time. It takes too. more time. Yeah. yeah. All right. To the phones again, we go. Jamie, good morning. Bob Sekulter, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Jamie. Yeah. How much time will it take to close my loan? How long will it take me to sign all my documents and how many will I need to sign? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so it really, let's start, Kevin. It's really how many, how much she wants to read the individual documents, right? Well, that and the type of loan product they have. Of course, we've talked about cash being king before. Cash transactions are very easy, not much in the way of documentation. But you can have some packages, FHA with DAP, KHC DAP loans, where you have mm-hmm. two separate loans. Or sometimes you'll have a home equity line on top of it or perhaps a bridge loan. Uh 
typically about a half an hour to 45 minutes, cash transaction about 15. Uh, we like to offer the ability of people to have the opportunity to look at the documents beforehand because, again, to read through all of it, and I'm not sure I've ever been with one that has actually read every page, mm-hmm. it would take you three, four hours to actually go through it. So if you do want to look at everything beforehand, most title companies – law firms that you deal with will give you the opportunity to send you the documents beforehand and the opportunity to ask some questions that you may have. So you review them ahead of time. And it's these are all standard forms. There's no, there's no um, unusual form that you've seen come along that needs to be detailed. So in other words, let's say in this case, Jamie, it's not like she's going to be given something that is going to be det- detrimental. Everyone else sell- signs basically the same types of forms, right? Correct. I mean, there's, there's look at the deed, look at the note, look at the mortgage. I, I had one where the gentleman was a little bit uh, 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 different, and mm-hmm. he actually looked at everything. Did not want to sign because there was a five-page IRS form that's been used by the IRS for 40 years, mm. and instead of the word deemed, it had doomed as a typo on page four. Oh, no. And so yeah. the gentleman, you got to give him a few props for actually finding that. Yeah. But he was not wanting to close unless that particular page was corrected. Well, it's an IRS form. Uh, so the IRS wrote doomed instead of deemed? Somebody was playing a joke. <laughs> well, probably. There's, there's, there's always these discussions about young lawyers before they quit, and there's a you know 1,200-page yeah. document. Somewhere in there is a word that's rather obscene, and mm-hmm. this is before that computers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there, there'll be typos in these forms that have been used for years by the government, by different mortgage companies, by different governmental agencies like Freddie and Fannie. And if you actually read everything from beginning to end, you'd find a couple of those. But – Traditionally, look at the settlement statement. Make sure those figures are correct. Look at the uh, the deed, the note, the mortgage. Make sure that's all is accurate. And again, the other thing is a title commitment, a title policy. Look at that. The rest of them. And I had some with the Kentucky Bankers Association actually do what you do with your did a counter rather than a clock on his phone. Yeah, I think he signed his name eighty eight times. Wow. And that was on the low end. By so the way. you can, if we wanted to, as a buyer or a seller. Uh, if we went to one of the stores and asked them to get a rubber stamp of our signature, so we wrote our signature and then they created a rubber stamp out of that, which is possible, we could do that, couldn't we? Mm, no, on most of the documentation, you could not. I know everybody's talking about doing automated paperless. Yes. Automated paperless. Come on. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of wet blue ink on a piece of paper. Such because, a lawyer. Such a lawyer. Well, but you're saying high tech is a great thing. Yeah. It's a great thing for the guys on the other side sure. that prey upon the ability to falsify things digitally, alter things digitally. And I think with respect to some of these, we had someone here locally mm-hmm. that someone cropped their signatures off a deed, which is oh. online, mm-hmm. put it on a deed. They recorded it. She didn't own the property anymore. Wow. So the ability digitally to alter things and to have your signature block uh, that would be applied to documents that you don't see on the screen. So I have some concerns about it. I think sure. it's great with technology, but we still have some safeguards. Certain, certain but we, things, yeah. I, we're going to see that no matter what, whether it's an electronic signature or being able to pull a deed off of an online site and then use that signature. Yeah, and this one, the only way, it was her signature and her spouse was on this deed, uh-huh. and her husband died two years prior to his name being on the oh, deed. Oh, something else is going so on So it's clear okay. fraud. Well, it's clear fraud, but it's easy to do. Well, and just one more quick fraud. Yeah. Impossible I was murder. once told years ago that 
if you write your smiley face and that's you, you make a smiley face instead of your signature, that that's acceptable. Well, Kentucky, we've got quite a bit of a body of casework that if you your X is your signature and that's you, you basically are illiterate, then that would be effective to bind you. So if that's your mark, that's your mark, and you tell the notary that that's your mark. <laughs> Have you legal. seen Bob's mark? No, <laughs> it's not, it's, come on. Now. I think an X would be good. Hey, a little listen, bit of an improvement. That's big, yeah. You can. You might squiggle. I do have a strange. I really do have a strange uh, signature, but it cannot be repeated that easily. Uh, in okay. High yeah, yeah, right. yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm hearing things from my he was son. Kicked that, out of high school. No, no, no. What? No, he's saying he copied my signature on. Something that's where he's it going. Wasn't just okay. yours. Oh, yeah, he's got a nice truck. <laughs> mom too. Okay, yeah. Uh, by the way, you can read about our reviews on Zillow. Go to LouisvilleZillow.com if you want to see what sellers are saying about us. LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHJS. Hello. Hi, Bob. Yes. Question for you. Okay. Why does a seller agent want to sit at the house during an open house? Well. Uh, they're, they're really, they're not there to answer questions. I mean, that's the, that we, we think we, there <laughs> questions you, are going to be asked. as the seller, you're going to answer questions as the seller's agent. You're going to answer questions sitting there, but believe it or not, here's the story. I'm going to whisper because I don't, us. I don't want everybody to hear me on tell this. Us, Bob, tell us what okay. it's a secret. Right? It's a secret. Right. So the seller agents are really there to get new buyers. Because they're hoping the buyer that walks in, walks over to them and says, you know, you're really dressed well or I really like the way you've been conducting yourself. I'd like you to be my agent. Do you you have have a business business card? Yeah. All of a sudden, the sellers who are sitting at the open house go, yeah, you bet. But really, really, the less than 1% of homes actually sell at an open house. And typically, buyers have already seen those homes. They're bringing back family and also... The bottom line is it's, they're there for a couple of reasons. They hold the house open, hoping they're going to get a new buyer. They're also there for security reasons, and they're to answer questions. But the questions are usually pretty standard anyway. So hopefully that helps you. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. This is Tammy. Yep. I have an accepted offer on my house. Can I back out of my contract and accept a new higher offer from a second buyer? So we're going to go with two or three sec- different answers on this. So Kev, so she's got an accepted offer. She wants to back out. Well, it's amazing. Throughout most of my career, it's always been the buyer that wants to back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now in the last couple of years, we get calls like this all the time where the seller wants to back out. Mm-hmm. One, it's a hot market. You didn't realize how hot it was yeah. until you accepted the first offer and realized that you sold it for a little bit too less. Uh, same thing. I mean, you can, under Kentucky law, you would be in breach of that contract, and the buyer could hold you liable for damages. Uh, Kentucky, there is a theory called specific performance, which they can actually force you to sell it. Mm-hmm. It's rarely used, and pretty much the court's going to award you damages. But if you're a buyer, uh, again, there's no good faith going the other way. So there's no funds held if the seller backs out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can hire an attorney and and there's things that you can do to try to cloud title to try to depress the issue. But it's also coming up, too, with, with sellers who are selling their property and they're going on to the next one. And there's a problem with the inspections and it falls apart and they're worth, worried about being homeless. So, yes, uh, it's not a good idea. I think you need to talk to your realtor yeah. and, and really think it through. And then you need to probably talk to an attorney. So, Brad, on uh, with regards to expenses, let's say... 
the you're representing the buyer doing an inspection. You're looking at about let's just say it's five hundred bucks for yeah. the uh, you know four five hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've already got that amount of money in, right. Kevin. The if the seller attempts to back out, the buyer is going after for damages at least for what Correct. they've got in inspections, and then if they've done radon, and then if they've done termite. And then any out-of-pocket expenses, but they have to prove that they've actually lost money. Yeah, that they've lost money out-of-pocket. Yeah. And then the, the Kentucky standards about, well, you know, let's say that they had a contract to buy it for 200000 and it turns mm-hmm. out the seller ends up selling for two fifty. Mm-hmm. Have they lost fifty grand in value? They could go after that. You could go after commissions. Yeah. There are a variety of things that you can do. But, again, First thing to talk to your realtor. Second thing in that situation, if you don't have a good faith reason for backing out, talk to your attorney because. And that's a really good point is to talk to an attorney. The other thing I was going to think about is if the if the seller has sold the house under contract, they did the inspections, and another buyer comes into the scene and says, listen, I really love this house. I'll give you 10000 over whatever anybody else has given you. I mean, that may happen in this market. Um, they could basically wait for a, a repair request to come in, and the seller says not doing anything, which doesn't guarantee that the buyer may walk away. But in some cases, that may annoy the buyer enough where they're going to say, "Okay, well, I'm going somewhere yeah. else then." Right? So, yeah. Then we, we we all know the repair contingencies. What people on the buy side and the sell side use if they decide they want mm-hmm. to get out of a transaction, uh, because the way the contract is written. Uh, again, with the, from the buyers, you, you put it out. The seller doesn't agree to do everything you want. You can you can back out. Every city is different, by the way. So in different parts of the country, there are different clauses that allow them or not allow them to back out. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. We're going to take a break. When we come back, something that may have happened to you, if you're sitting out on your deck or patio and all of a sudden you get flies flying into your face and the food, we've got some tips on how to get rid of flies on the deck or the patio of your new or existing home. In the studios with us, Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. He's in for Chuck Crosby, who's off today. The Crosby Law Office is at 499-6360. Also here, Brad Lawler, who owns Home Team Inspection Service. He hires vets. They have a great team, and they do a great job, 357 357- 0813. My son Greg is here with us as well. Yes, sir. Instagram or social media. We sell Louisville. The Sicola Medley team. And you can reach me, Bob Sicola, anytime 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499 499- 
800-985-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or bob will buy it go to we louisville.com and get top dollar for your home news radio 840 whas thank you barbara corcoran and if you're interested in our guaranteed sale program we'd love to help you uh, we basically arrive at a price we agree on the price we sell it or we buy it pretty simple in the studios with us, Kevin Dissler, Pitt and Frank, attorneys, 895-9900. He's in for Chuck Crosby from the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. And my son, Greg, who's now on a social media kick beyond what I've ever could have believed. And you can, he's you using can find us at, uh, at We Sell Louisville or on yep. Facebook, the, the Sokoler Medley team. It's, Either one. It's amazing. All right. So you're sitting outside on the patio, the deck, the porch. And all of a sudden, you're greeted by Freddie the Fly mm. and lots of them. Freddie! Listen, it is no funny, especially if it lands on your food in the backyard during a barbecue. It just is crazy. Not only are they pesky little pests, flies carry a wide variety of germs. I won't go into it in detail Bob on a Sunday huge morning. Germaphobe. I'm a germaphobe. You better believe it. Don't double it. dip. Uh, <laughs> don't you dare double dip. And Sandy's. Mother and father, Careful. we watch them. They're not listening this early, yes. so they, <laughs> they, I watch them double dip. And so when I oh. see that, I look at Sandy and I go like, I give her a cut sign and I go, I'm out. It's like, all right, more, whatever. No, that, I'm not eating no. it. That bowl of chips is so off limits. If you're sharing something with Bob that you want him not to eat, just double uh, dip and it'll be all yours. And you know what? Noreen's parents were the same way. So I mean, it's just like must be the age <laughs> thing. I don't know. So anyway, uh, yeah. So I am into. I don't like germs. So the, here are six ways to get rid of flies outside. First of all, plug in a fan. These uninvited guests cannot fly well in strong breezes, so set up an oscillating flan, fan. On an extension cord near your backyard, grill, picnic table, or any other area where you congregate outside. So when flies feel the gust, they head in the opposite direction. How much do I believe about this? So I bought a couple of weeks ago. I went to one of the big box stores, and I bought a $40 fan, which kicks out a pretty good amount of air, right? And it seems to work. So the next weekend, I went back, and I bought a $200 mega fan that it will blow your hair off. <laughs> If you were in a toupee, it's going to blow it off, man. It's that much. So I'm, I'm, my plan is to put them on two different directions and then aiming it wherever we're sitting, right? No problem. We'll see if that works. Also, make a fly trap. Dissolve a quarter cup of sugar in one cup of water in a jar. Roll a stiff piece of paper into a cone long enough to reach the top of the jar or to just above the level of the liquid and then snip off the tip. Tape the cone inside the jar 
with the white end filling the jar's mouth and the cone's tip right above the sugar water. This paper cone will funnel curious houseflies into the jar for easy removal from your outdoor areas. That might be an interesting so you way see to see how do. I did that. He made the cone. Yep. And the skinny end is on the top where the tape is so that they're as they try to fly out, it'll, it grabs them. They can fly in and avoid the sticky side of the tape <laughs> when they fly out. Maybe. They're done. Roaches, <laughs> like roaches the come in. They can't fan come thing. out. Okay. Light a candle. Yeah, citronelle. We got citronelle candles. So I'm not so sure they work, but smell yeah. good. Sandy's got them. Yeah. She'd put them out. We'll, okay. And then, of course... Uh, swatting them, mm. you can get one of those electronic fly swatters. I'm sure they're available on even Amazon.com and just smack the heck out of them. That'll get them. Get a lot. This is going to love this. This is this is going to. My wife Sandy is going to get really upset about this one. Use some cheap vodka. That's right. Uh. So flies hate the smell of this <laughs> liquor. They hate vodka. Fill a, a few uh, small sandwich bags. And then halfway, and then with cheap vodka, uh, zip the bags most of the way shut, and then use twine or string and some heavy-duty clothespins to hang the bags around your yard. Wouldn't it be oh, easier, and I know it's Sunday what? morning, but to just drink the vodka, no, have it come through your pores, no, and then like, the yeah, flies will just yeah. leave you alone. <laughs> okay. I don't know. A little behind then, your ears. Yeah, yeah And then yeah. you can do some do-it-yourself fly strips instead of buying commercial-scented fly strips to deter pests, make your own with essential oils that uh, flies hate. I think your wife will appreciate that. Sticky Casey will love paper. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Essential oils, simply cut a piece of oh, cloth yes. into strips 12 inches long, make one inch wide, moisten each strip with several drops of any of the following oils, clove, lavender, lemongrass, citronella, eucalyptus, rosemary, and mint. So those are some tips. Mm. All right, to the phones again we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Sam. Yes, Sam. Uh, we're getting ready to put our house on the market, and I have a question about uh, stucco versus brick or siding, huh? and what should we do to counteract any problems we may have with the stucco versus the siding or brick? So, first, let's start from an inspection standpoint. Yeah, there's a there's a big difference in the type of inspection that's being done by by an inspector. There is. So, any of the uh, manufactured stone veneers, um, the thing that looks like field stone but is actually just a, a thin veneer yeah. that's adhered to the side, uh, stucco uh, products. Uh, those are very uh, different because of the fact that they're attached to a a lath system uh, to hold them onto the side of the house. They are very susceptible to water intrusion. Mm-hmm. Brick does not have that that same issue. So we go through um, our inspectors are certified to do what they call the EFES, uh, those exterior products. They're certified to do those inspections. There's not too many home inspectors in town. I think there's actually only two inspectors in really? town that are certified by uh, the Exterior Design Institute to do those inspections. But it's a good idea, even if you're not wanting to sell your house and you do have that type of product on your house, whether it's just trim, whether it's around a dormer. We see a lot of those houses all over town that just have some stucco trim. Um, you want to check that periodically, make sure that it was installed correctly. We're still seeing houses that are being built today that the builders are not installing uh, the products correctly, which is just going to create um, moisture intrusion down the road and potentially thousands of dollars worth of damage. 
uh, to the houses. Am I right? Did, do you remember? Did sixty Minutes do a story on this ten or so plus years ago? Yeah, the that product, opened this whole uh, yeah, our eyes up to it. It was, and it was it was a uh, commercial and a residential product um, that was out there, and that was the start of it. I think people are very aware of it, but even with all the awareness, they still don't follow the uh, the guidelines uh, created by the manufactured stone veneer um, products. So you know, it, it's it's. It's still a battle that uh, that we're fighting today. Got it. All right. And we, we wish you luck on this, Sam. But you need, I would tell you, even if you're not thinking about selling, is to have give a call over to Brad and Home Team and uh, have them come out and look because if there's a problem, it could get worse and cost you more money Very down the road. Yeah. Yeah. 357-0813 for, uh, for Brian and Brad. All right. So let's go to the phones once again. Cindy, good morning. Bob Sekola, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. This is Cindy. Yeah. What do I have to pay an agent to help me buy a house? Oh, Greg, what do, oh. They, what do you get paid to help you? Technically, we work for, for no. Uh, while the buyer doesn't technically, technically, I say, because the seller is paying the commission generally, it's working right. into the, the, the contract and they're offering it. Um, to the buyer's agent to come in. So there is the way the buyer agent gets paid, but if you don't buy a house with that buyer's agent, you're not paying them a dime. They're spending all their gas, time, and money on you, and you don't pay them anything out of pocket. There's no obligation. Um, sometimes they'll have you sign a uh, disclosure, or they, they will have you sign disclosure agreements, but sometimes they'll have you sign an exclusive agreement where they're saying, I'm going to show you property for this long of time. You can't see it with anybody else, but that's just a, listen, I'm going to work hard for you, so I expect you to have some, some loyalty. Sort of loyalty to me. Right. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you're not paying anything physically. Got it. All right, and that's true. I mean, I, I, it, it's amazing, but that's the the truth. So for someone to call agent to agent to agent looking to see a house, why not find somebody that you like, that you respect, who respects you, and then work with that agent because you're not paying them. Check that social media like I keep always yeah, saying. Yeah, I keep saying. <laughs> Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Dylan. Yeah. I'm thinking about placing my house on the market in the next couple of months. I've invested a lot of money in my landscaping. Um, there's a few of the shrubs that I would like to take, take with me. Can I do that? Hmm. So, Kevin, shrubs, things attached to a house, some cases mirrors, uh, lights, how would you respond? What is the best rule of thumb for anybody who, from a legal standpoint, to prevent problems in the future? Well, what you're talking about is it's a fixture. And, and it always used to go back to like a refrigerator. You can unplug it, pull it out, so it was not a fixture, whereas the range is attached, and that is a fixture. Same thing with landscaping. It is actually affixed to, to the real property itself, becomes part of the real property. So when you sell your house and the lot with your house, uh, it is probably implied that you're also selling all the landscape along with it so we have these what are there's there's trees that are very ornamental they're very expensive where you know the seller basically pulls up the trees with the moving truck and takes off with them and uh technically if you want to exclude landscape or take some a a tree that may have some sentimental value to you or the shrubs you have to disclose that so you're saying you're, you're selling the property subject to the fact that you're going to take out these shrubs and make sure that you accurately identify them because some of this stuff is expensive. And there are problems that that incurs in itself because let's say you're traveling across the uh, state lines. There are some concerns about traveling with a shrub or tree on the back of your, in your moving truck or in your car that uh, could create problems. Also, 
if at the last minute the buyer walkthrough did not know about that shrub or that tree or that plant or that flower or that bush going, you could have problems and the whole sale shuts down. Yeah, yeah, it becomes an emotional process at that yep. point in time. Yeah, so just remember that. Disclose. 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 And make Disclose. sure everyone's on board. Yeah. yeah, up front, not later, not after the inspection, right at the very beginning, in the, in the listing itself, and then make sure during a contract negotiation that it's spelled out pretty pretty decently so that everyone's yeah. on board. To make sure everybody... We are out of time. Thank you, Cameron Dissler, Print and Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. He was in today for Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Hey, thanks to Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. Good to have you here. My son, Greg, thank you for being here, buddy boy. All over the webs. You can find me at We Sell Louisville anywhere. Anytime. And then you can reach me. I'm here 24-7 for the most part. Uh, 376-5483. Want to see our reviews? Go to Zillow. uh, Zillow.com is where we can find us. See you next week on News Radio 840 WHAS.